Ho, 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 and yo, 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 what's good, YouTube and I, this is your man, TiVo. Seems like I haven't been on camera for months now, man. Happy <laughs> holidays to all of you guys. I got the crew here for the last cover price top 10 of 2021. Can you go. believe that, boys and girls? Wow. Hope you guys got a fantastic holiday, and since it's still in the holiday spirit, why not some DJ lady style while you guys are congregating? In a world where everyone had a Merry Christmas, the time is now. DJ Lady Style, aka the Busy Girl. Right, and a happy new year to you mm -hmm. all. Dark Side Jedi, say what's good to the people. We're losing. Uh, Dark Side Jedi here, Tuesday night. It's a top 10, baby. All right. Justin, say what's good to the people. What's going on, everybody? Happy holidays. Hopefully, it's going to be nice 2022. Run down the end of the year, 2021. That's right, man. I'm going to say what's good to the people. Yo, everybody, hope everyone had a great Christmas, safe holidays, and uh, let's get it going. That's right. I hope you guys uh, got uh, more in your stocking than just coal, so uh, hopefully you got some McRibs or something like that. So <laughs> this show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com with price guides, collections, and trends, and this here very own CoverPrice Top 10 list. The show is also sponsored by our friends over at KRSComics.com. Use this discount code LOTLB to get 15% off. Anything in the Kira's Comics exclusive store, nothing this uh, Wednesday, maybe Friday. I mean, you know, during the holidays, it's kind of slow, but I've been told they're going to ramp up big time for the new year. So, uh, but I do believe uh, they are still got some of these still available until December 31st. Get yourself a Venom Appreciation variant by Mike Mayhew. Spend over $50 and get it for free, boys and girls. And um, special announcement. Uh, next year, I will be making the tour with KRS Comics working their booth at your local uh, giant Comic-Con. So, NYCC, MegaCon, C2E2, San Diego Comic-Con, ECC, MegaCon, 
And there's one more I'm missing. But uh, yeah, so next year, uh, you know, protocols and whatever the fuck is uh, pending. Uh, we're going to be out there and say what's up to your boy. If you see me, man, I'll be out there uh, working the booth. I'll be a, a booth girl. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My Hot. That's always want to do that to me. Interesting to see some people that uh, we normally see on uh, other, you know, shows in other places. And I just <laughs> pop up in my loud mouth. But anyway. This show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice, looking at the biggest sales and percentage and units moved. And as always in the top 10, there's always one that doesn't quite crack the top 10. This week's runner-up, what'd it be? Ooh, this one's a great one. I didn't expect this one to be on the list. Spider-Gwen number one, volume one from 2015. So first solo series of Spider-Gwen's trending for several reasons. One, the first appearance of Spider-Gwen in Edge of Spider-Verse number two is pretty expensive, which has followed the trend of collectors moving into that first issue of a hot character's solo series secondly the heat of spider-man no way home and the spider-man into the spider-verse across the spider-verse has brought forth conversations about when we might see gwen stacy swinging as spider-woman in a future live action film uh this renewed interest and attention sold 19 copies with a seven-day uptrend of 169 percent and a high sale of 180 dollars for a cgc 9.8 Damn, this is crazy because this book is littered in back issues. You know, it's hilarious. I just pulled this book out of a box right before the show to put it in a stack of books. Not even five minutes before the show. So Yeah, I actually have this one. And there's a ton of variants for this this one as well. First uh Um, so I mean, it's only a matter of time, right? I mean, when she does show up, it's gonna just blow up. I mean, is the Greg variant the one? That everybody wants. Uh, that's the ultimate. Oh, that's the ultimate uh, that's, one. Okay, okay. No, that's the uh, yeah, that's the Edge of Spider Verse uh, number one, uh, the Greg Land. But so this mm-hmm. is that this is her first solo appearance uh, in her own ongoing. And I, I wouldn't doubt if you know if eventually she does come, then they also get the first time she's called what Ghost Spider. Um, you know, because yeah. you know mm-hmm. it, it just just it's a domino effect, right? You can't get the first appearance, get the second appearance, get the first cover appearance, get the first time she's named this, that, or the other. But I meant uh, I can't wait for Across the Spider Verse after all the hype, all the <clears throat> all the buildup of No Way Home, and it lived up to its expectation, yeah, which yeah, was even crazier. And it did a billion dollars without any release from China, which which normally gives it a like three four hundred million dollars. That is amazing that it was mm-hmm. able to hit a billion dollars. So I'm not surprised that movie was so hyped, man. And it and it performed. It was hyped yeah. and it performed. So that's like a it, double. Yeah. It was fan service, but done well. A lot of times, mm-hmm. fan they do fan service to a fault, but this fan service it felt real. It felt good. There was some touching moments in there. I heard people laughing and crying. I'm of a and, scientist uh, myself. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Aunt May. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody's seen it, right? Man, come on. So did AS- I want to know did ASM 400 go up? I, <laughs> I don't know, with but the, it was with funny. The, um, tombstone. Yeah. I mean, I, there's a lot of things, questions I have, but you know, sometimes you just got to just say, hey, just logic goes out the window when you open up multiverses and this, that, and the other. But it's pretty great to see Aunt May saying, with great power comes great responsibility and that in the theaters i was in i saw it twice both theaters just went nuts when she said that right i mean even though she was dying it was like finally they said it because they haven't said it in the tom holland films right with great uh Correct, power yeah. Would, yeah would great response whatever i'm dyslexic today but with all, also up. comes 
Yeah, thank you. All right, Spider Gwen, Volume One, Number One from 2015 is coming in at the runner-up. Let's start the top ten. What do we got for Number Ten? Wow, one of my favorite books. So finishing out at Number Ten, we have Doctor Strange, Number Eighty-One from 1987. So this issue features the first full appearance of Rintra. Initially, this book saw light movement with the recent reveal of the Hasbro Marvel Legends series Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness action figure line, which included a build a figure of Rintra. Then in the recent teaser trailer, you see an overshot of all the sorcerers running. One of these sorcerers includes what appears to be a green-horned creature that resembles Rintra. Collectors have moved on less confirmation. These two factors helped 14 copies sell, 7-day trend of 238%, and a high sale $655 for a CGC 9.8. That's Ooh, all yeah. it takes in this time and era, man. If, if you see it, it's like the horned uh, bull creature that you see on the Build-A-Figure. And it seems to me it's kind of amazing that Lego and uh, toys just spoil the shit out of films, right? I mean, if you think yeah, about it. It really it, does. It, yeah, like No Way Home when they released it. It was like, you know, it, it's kind of like, uh, I meant, uh, forget reading the tea leaves, read the toy leaves, I guess, is the oh, new. Oh, so, uh, so, you know, Doc Strange, I wanted to go back to uh, Spider-Man No Way Home real quick. Has anyone analyzed the images that were in the breach? Yeah. Like, yeah. You saw figures. Are there, is there an analyzation of who those people were? Scorpion, um, Craven, uh, Rhino, and somebody also said Black Cat. Oh. Those are the four that I've seen that uh, uh, websites have said, you know, when they saw multiple times. So there's one person I saw that was holding what I thought was a staff. But then I was thinking, could be Craven, because Craven on some comic books has been shown holding a spear. So um, you'll see that one is the most prominent one. Somebody steps up and they're like holding a, a, a spear on our staff to me. But then I said, you know what? There's I I, go, I started searching like Craven images, and they're in the comics. There's there's comics of him holding there, standing, holding there, holding a spear. So uh, you never know, man. But who would have thunk Doctor Strange eighty one would Rintra uh, pop it up on the list at number ten, man? All right. Uh, so we've talked about this book for a while now. I got it at a Bakersfield yeah. Comic Con for a really cheap price, and we've been telling you guys about these books, man. What do we got for number nine? Macross number one from Comico back in good old 1984. This issue. Did you say Macross? Macross, right? It's Macross. Macross. Yeah. Okay, right. Sorry. It's my Midwestern <laughs> it's <right>. accent. <laughs> I apologize to the entire yeah. universe. Go, go have some pop. This, this I'll, and I'll, I will, I will. Thank you. <laughs> Jerk. This issue features <laughs> the first appearance of Roa Tech and Comics. If you recall, film adaptation of the franchise has been development at Sony Pictures for years. This week, 21 copies suddenly sold with a seven-day uptick of 164%, and it had a high sale of 250 bucks for a CGC 9.4. This means someone knows something or a YouTube influencer recently mentioned it. Either way, it's suddenly very hot this week. Yeah, I mean, it's been in development for for years now, um, you know, and with the success of things like Pacific Rim or even uh, Kong versus Godzilla, I think it's time we get Macross on the big screen, you know, giant robots yeah, and a, a whole city that turns into a robot, which is, what's the name of that city, Justin? Um, uh, SW1 or SV, I forgot the name of it, but basically what you see on the, is the entire city turns into a giant robot to fight the aliens. That's how badass Macross is. Uh, so, God, I mean, I, I would think 10 years ago, you know, making a Macross movie wasn't possible. But nowadays with the, um, with the you know, studio special effects are cheaper, they can do it now. I mean, they did, uh, they did that prime, what the hell was that movie called? 
with the real big ass robots and the monsters. Um, I forget Pacific what it's called. Rim. It had guy, yeah, Pacific Rim. So you can yeah. do robot big Pacific robot Rim, movies. yeah. I mean, even if you think Kong versus Godzilla, they had Mecha Godzilla in there. Uh, there you go. I dropped them across while reaching for a McRib. Well done, Lords. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> All right, so number nine on the list is Macross, number one from Comico in 1984. So I got two of the three so far. All right. All right, what do we got oh. for number eight? Uh, this one's pretty awesome. This is Justice Sweet. League Incarnate number two. This is the Kyle Hertz uh, Hot black and white virgin variant from the 1 in 25 ratio for DC Comics. We don't see a lot of DC stuff on this list too often, so it's pretty nice. So sometimes a gorgeous cover is all a trending book needs to be. So this Kyle Hot's 1 in 25 was tough to find in stores, therefore sending collectors online to help move 24 copies with a seven-day uptrend of 157% and a high sale of $50 for a raw copy. Not bad. Double ratio. Damn, I, that's a cool cover. Yeah. So when did this come out? This has got to be something Just this past recent. week, I think. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Justice League Incarnate. Wow, I didn't even, even heard of that one. So, uh, what's what's the any what's the steel one? Is it a major storyline in the Justice League or just just it's like uh, a just cool after like that last event? All the kind of like the multiverses are merged. There's like a Justice League like around the multiverses. It has like Flashpoint Batman. It has what's it? The Val Zod Superman President mm-hmm. Superman has the Bunny Rabbit guy Captain Carrot or whatever the fuck his name yeah, is. Yeah. It's yeah. Captain Carrot. Um. Uh, I'm, here's for let's see how deep you comic book fans are um this has a um um a real faust look to it uh for those who remember the tim vigil comic from the 90s which was just uber violent and full of like uh nudity in it tim vigil comic was the the detail on the art was incredibly detailed and it was in all black and white so i mean if for those who know what faust is you guys know what i'm talking about um go go google faust by tim vigil it is a crazy ass dark comic full of just violence and sex just the kind of stuff we like so justice league incarnate number two showing up in number eight with a little faust tim vigil vibe to it all right so uh this book just will not go away Number seven, we have Amazing Spider-Man number 365. So returning to the list this week, once again, is the first appearance of Miguel O'Hara in Spider-Man 2099 via a preview of Spider-Man 2099 number one. This first is still going strong with 46 copies sold, giving it a seven-day trend of 82% and high sale of $425 for CGC 9.8. Yeah, this book won't go away. Yeah, and just wait till, um, you know, across the spider-verse right when because you know we are we got visual confirmation now spider-man 2099 is going to be in it just how big of a role we have i mean you know it's it's when we keep talking about this when into the spider-verse is that what the first one came out it didn't really move books that much right but i mean hey we're at post 2020 now where any things are just crazy where animated features can just really do things video comic books based on video games comic book based on that were movies that weren't even originally comic books now so you know wouldn't be surprised to me even though this print run is huge on amazing spider-man 365 if you remember across all five titles i think there was i think there was four or five titles they all did this uh kind of hologram um in the center of the the comic uh for his uh anniversary his 30th anniversary so it was a big deal so in 1992 there was huge print run so all right number seven on the list is amazing spider-man number 365 all right let's leap our way into number six yeah i was gonna say don't fall asleep 
Sleepwalker number one from 1991. And as noted earlier, Rintra, the uh, recent reveal of Hasbro Marvel Legends series um, in the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, the action figure line included Sleepwalker. Most of the line features characters appearing in the film and Sleepwalker's inclusion along with Despair in Marvel Team-Up Volume 1, number 68, and Rintra have spiked their first appearances. With speculation on Sleepwalker already, this gave it an X push, and it sold 30 copies. It had a seven-day uptrend of 136%, and it had a high sale of 400 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Wow. That's, That's a big sale. Check my, uh, I got to check my CGC invoice. I think I have I two raw spent... copies of this one. I just yeah. sent eight copies to CGC yesterday. Wow. <laughs> so. Yeah, I got like two or three of this, and I got uh, I got, I found one, but I showed you guys offline that I also have the epic one with the sleepwalker, which yeah, is yeah, like the first yeah. appearance of Doctor Strange's uh, daughter or some shit. And I found that at a uh, used bookstore. They were just sitting there for like I think a. Eventually, I just came up with a box comic. So, look, I'll give you a quarter each for these. Okay, I was like, all right, later. And I just walked out with a bunch of comics that they didn't care about. It was like. An old bookstore in a dusty mall in Orange County, um, Laguna Hills Mall. If anybody's been in Orange County, it's like a shit mall. And they had a, a bookstore. And I just went in there and I said, you guys have comics? Oh, yeah, we got some dusty old boxes in the back. And I just went there and it was full of like just like Malibu comics and crappy Valiant comics. And I found the only reason they even picked up that Sleepwalker is that I saw Robert Kirkman's name was attached to it. Robert Kirkman had wrote mm. the story on it. And I knew Robert Kirkman. I didn't give a really care about Sleepwalker. And I was like, hmm, this must be some of Robert Kirkman's earlier marvel work so you know i picked it up and so who knows we shall see man so halfway through this boys and girls so uh if you're tired of paying uh 10 or more for uh seller fees join the one percent revolution at our friends at myslabs.com tired of paying 10 percent, 15 percent, or more to sell your cards comics and digital collectibles how does one percent sound too good to be true well not anymore MySlabs.com is the web's premier user-driven marketplace for buying and selling slabbed cards, sealed wax, and now slab comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. Yeah, man. And I think, uh, Ryan, you just had I a did. story and uh, they reposted you on uh I'll tell you what, Instagram. um... I don't know if they reposted me on Instagram or not. I did make a sale today, and I paid one percent plus eBay fee, or uh, uh, PayPal fees. So it totaled four and a half percent, which was not beautiful. No man, I don't even talk about how much eBay. Thirteen and twenty-five percent or some shit. It's Yo, crazy. It was but crazy. I'll tell you what. It was nice. There you go. So nice. I go uh, tired of going uh, check out uh, my slab. So they got sealed wax. I think they're doing <laughs> NFTs now too. So NFT, uh, sealed wax cards. Oh, oh man, there's uh, there's this other site I'm doing uh, NFTs on that you know Google it. It's a uh, Marvel's uh, the Marvel and DC officially dropped stuff on there, and uh, I don't want to tell you guys about it because then the whole world will know. But I'll tell <laughs> you guys offline. Uh, but anyway. Uh, for those who know, not you know. You All can right, join Tim, Tim's Patreon to get the real information. <laughs> yeah, just give me a McRib. All right, number six on the list is Sleepwalker number one from 1991. All right, what do we got for number five? Well, number five, we have Marvel Now point one number one from 2012. We had this book on the list last week. America Chavez's first cover, which is very tiny on that left-hand side with the playing cards that were 
Nick Fury is throwing. Of course, returning from last week, as previously noted, this issue does feature the first appearance of America Chavez in the Marvel 616 universe. In this issue, she appears younger from her vengeance appearance and features her first appearance of her modern look costume. This long undervalued issue moved 38 copies, had a seven day uptrend of 117 percent, had a high raw sale of sixty five dollars. And it also had its highest sale in a CGC 9.8 for $299 back on the 14th of December. And here's another book that just got put into my CGC invoice this week. Damn, I got to I got to find my Marvel point ones, man. Don't sleep on those point ones, man. You know, for a long time, you know, there's been, you know, ones that popped here and there. But, you know, in the future, you ever see Marvel now, you know, point ones? I don't think they do them anymore. When's the last time they did one? I feel like it was three or four years ago. I'm trying to think. It's been a yeah. bit. Yeah. All right. So number four, number five on the list is Marvel Now! Exclamation mark. Point one, number one from 2012. It's like, you know, whenever I see Boom Studios, I have Boom wow. Studios because there's right. an exclamation mark. on. All right. Number four on the list is a really cool book, and it's pure organic. I love it. <clears throat> so number four, we have The Good Asian, number one from this year in 2021. So 2021 title by writer how do you pronounce this guy's name? Porn Pornsack. Pornsack Pichochi was recently. I don't know. I probably totally butchered that. Was yeah, recently. He has a. He's from Thailand, so that's why he is. Okay. Uh, he's yeah, half Thai, half Chinese. Was recently on EW's top ten comics and Fortune magazine's top ten books of the year, and tons of others. This spotlight on its quality and cultural importance helped it land on the top ten for the first time. This week sold twenty two copies, seven day trend of two hundred nine percent, and a high sale of twenty dollars for a raw copy. Yeah, so I've been buying this book, and it's a good read. If you're like, uh, I'm not typically a superhero comic kind of guy, cosmic storytelling, supernatural, but this is, uh, if you're into uh, noir storytelling, and it, it and it's very interesting because it has a lot of grounded ties. So uh, part of the Chinese uh, act of whatever, it started in 1800s, um, you know, Chinese uh, immigrants weren't allowed to be vote or even when they were naturalized, and they weren't allowed to be detectives or cops in in the contiguous united states meaning the lower 50 i guess is the way of saying it right lower 48 lower 48 because uh so there's an actual true life character this is lucy based on that he was a hawaiian cop from chinese descent and he came over to san francisco to solve some crime uh, and so that's why, you know, it's, it's it's very interesting how it ties into what really happened because the comic book takes place in the 30s. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is a bit of a slow burn because if you know what noir means, it literally is that kind of really kind of dark, kind of slow storytelling. But um, this showed up on a list of top 10, not the best comics, best books, period. So I'm, and I, from what I understand, the the author uh, does did novels before he came into the world of comic books. So it's cool to see somebody who's coming from the world of writing novels doing comic books, kind of because, you know, you always have directors like poo-pooing on comic book, you know, films and stuff like that and some authors. But, you know, if you look at uh, um, what George R. R. Martin famously wrote to to Marvel in one of the comic books, he was a huge mm-hmm. comic book fan. You know, I mean, if you think about Neil Gaiman, wrote comic books and wrote novels uh i think alan moore wrote novels as well you know so uh, you know it's good to it's good to see i mean because writing a comic book is more like writing a screenplay as opposed to a novel which is more um, you know storytelling it's not you know it's not as if you if you picture a screenplay it has to put it has to put in the action as well as the words so in other words you know the write the screenplay 
uh, Captain America shows up, giant thing shows up behind him. You know, that's how a screenplay reads out. Whereas opposed to a novel, the authors have a, you know, it's a different way of storytelling, right? Third person or first person or even for narration, whatever. Anyway, so number four on the list, not any hype, not any movie hype, just showing up there because it showed up on Forbes uh, list of best comics or best books of the year. So The Good Asian, number one, coming in at number four from uh, Image Comics. I look well. If we have ASM 365 on the list, you know you got to have this one. What do you got for number three? Here's Spider-Man 2099. This is number one from 1992. Once again, this Spider-Man 2099 ongoing series also returns to the list as it continues its upward trajectory with 48 copies sold this week, a seven-day uptrend of 104 percent, and a high sale of 269 dollars for a CGC 9.8 just well, up and up and up. so i guess the market has decided this is the true first appearance whereas asm 365 is more of a would you say it's a preview of of spider-man 2009 i mean you know i mean there was some debate about that i believe um last year from different people wasn't there uh yeah but a 9.8 of 365 sold for 425 so i would yeah. say that the 365 is the book yeah, this is easier to get in 9.82 because of the it's uh, easier to card get, stock. Right. Yeah. So that ASM 365 is is a thick ass book. Um. So you know, I don't. You know, some sometimes when those those I think it was it wasn't even double size. It was like triple size. You know, some of those books kind of hard to get. Uh, crack a nine eight, but uh, the Spider Man 2099s were the hard stock books. So uh, you never know, man. But uh, was, it'd be interesting to see how they go, man. It would, it'd be cool to see like a Spider Man 2099. Um his own animated show or perhaps animated film, something along those lines, you know, it'd be probably cheaper to do than you make this. Well, who knows nowadays? I mean, Sony did say they're doing a lot more stuff. So Spider-Man 2099 seems like the, the perfect uh, vehicle since it's already, you know, they kind of introduced him already at the end of uh, into the Spider-Verse. And now he looks to be a big part of um, in across the Spider-Verse. And we have, we had Spider-Man India. We had all these other ones. Uh, hopefully we'll get, you know what? I would love to see, Give me a real live action Nick Cage playing Spider-Man Noir on the big screen. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Since he voiced him on the cartoon, right? And you know what? Nick Cage at this point doesn't take himself too seriously. And I love what he did. He goes, sometimes I smoke a cigarette down to the butt just to see if I can feel pain. <laughs> That's like one of the best <laughs> lines and into the across the uh, Spider-Verse. So number three on the list from 1992, Spider-Man 2099. Surely everybody has this in their collection somewhere. All right. What do we got for number two? This one's an awesome looking variant. So we got Avengers Forever number one that came out last week. This is the Betsy Cola one in 25 ratio variant. Of course, the good old homage to Avengers number four. When you all have up, up and downs coming, the female stars coming into the MCU on a well done homage by artist Betsy Cola. It's no wonder that this sold 34 copies with a seven day uptrend of 166%. And a high sale of $45 for a raw copy. Pretty dope with all the female characters there. My man, Batmite, what you doing, dog? 0 for 10? Come on, man. Come on. Come on. 0 for 10? Come on, man. We got to do better than that. Um, am I, I, do I, I guess I just feel stupid. I've never heard of Betsy Cola. Um, you know, then again, you know, I just found out about Rose Besh like three or four months ago. So am I, am I behind the curve on Betsy Cola? Is, that, is she uh, uh, the new thing or something? Does anybody know Someone, Betsy? Yeah, she's like a freelance artist that does a lot of stuff, but this is like uh, her first kind of like really mainstream, is, I would say. Is her sister your Katie Pepsi? Sorry, that was a bad, that was a bad joke. She did, but I think like <laughs> America Chavez. There's... 
Okay, because I have, you know, one in 25, but that is a dope homage. I, rarely do we see this this cover homage either. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, I bet you can count on one hand how many homages to this. There's just certain books are constantly homage, and there's certain other books you rarely ever see homage to, but you immediately recognize it when you do see the homage to it, right? I mean, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, and I love, I always say this, I love the font on covers. I mean, it says Earth Mightiest Heroes, Thor, She-Hulk, Wasp, Ironheart, Avengers, Forever. I mean, it's, there's even she even says something on there which you rarely ever see which i would i am all for it give me more more um dialogue on covers do you know what i mean as opposed to just one picture of one person that doesn't tell you anything about the story all right Mm -hmm. avengers number two or number two avengers forever number one the betsy cola one in 25 variant this book should not surprise anyone because when the leak dropped, I even said, I was talking in our live chat. I was like, hey, I, I look at this. There's a comic to this. I bet you this is going to show up on our top 10. Sure enough, it shows up at number one. What do we got? We have Star Wars Tales of the Jedi number one from Dark Horse Comics in 1993. So this issue features the first appearance of Ulak Keldroma and K Keldroma. However, that's not why this book is trending, per comicbook.com, but new details have emerged that Lucasfilm could be developing another animated project in the form of Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. Images have surfaced online featuring the gift given to employees of Lucasfilm, with its packaging featuring the logos of projects that the studio has been developing this year. Other sources ran with this and helped move 75 copies online with a seven-day trend of 278% and a high sale of $175 for a CGC 9.8. Yeah, so if you haven't been paying attention, I mean, it blew up everywhere. So one guy posted a picture of um, like a gift set, and it had I, de- I believe it had a book of Boba Fett on there, and it had something else. And then Indiana interesting Jones enough, was on there. Yeah, interesting enough, it had Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. So I meant we there hasn't been any confirmation of this anywhere. So just be careful what you pay because it could have been an old project. You know, when they made the uh, the gift. Or, you know, it could be a, a, a project name that they give something. I mean, or it could be that, you know what I mean? Because uh, we know Kevin Feige's doing a Star Wars film. Um, so who knows? Um, but Come on, uh, Tales of the Jedi could just be Tales of Certain Jedi. It's just yeah, but you know, Tales of the Jedi. But we know combo collectors don't care, right? I oh, mean, no. if it, it, yeah. They can buy know. my copies. <laughs> <laughs> Go check out Justin's Instagram if you want to see his copies. <laughs> what did I have? Uh, I had seven, uh, seven of these, something like that. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't even think it's due to the first appearances of the characters. They could literally do Tales of the Jedi and just be about, you know, maybe, you know, a young Yoda or anybody else for that yeah. matter. But I mean, it's just such a generic tale, but you never know, right? I mean, that's just the way the world is it that it is right now. So uh, it's cool to see Dark Horse Comics getting some love. You know, it's, They're almost like kicking themselves in the pants like, damn it, how come these weren't hot when we were actually publishing them? So when people were buying them off the shelves, right? So uh, mm. like... I'm pretty sure when you went to your store and you were buying this and I'll go full screen now um, that you were looking at all the comics that Justin posted, like they're not there. And then you saw tales of Jedi. You didn't give a shit, right? You're like, right. you're looking like for all the other ones. Ex- and then tales of Jedi was there. You're like, eh, where's that other variant that I'm looking for? Those other ones. So I mean, truly it's going to be amazing. And um, I believe at midnight tonight is the book of Boba Fett. Oh, I cannot wait. Is that that's tonight, right? December 29th. I do believe yeah. they drop on. Uh, so they're Four doing hours. the Marvel formula now. They're they're releasing. Remember when they were doing uh, Marvel on Wednesdays and Star Wars on Friday? But I guess there's no Marvel show, so they're just releasing it on Wednesday. So uh, check All out right. the book Can of Boba Fett tonight. Oh, put in your guess. 
put in your guests in the live chat uh, what you who do you think is going to appear on uh, the book of Boba Fett, which is a great name too, by the way. Um, can't wait to see it, man. Uh, I hope it's an hour each episode. I hope it's not there. I hope it never ends. I hope it just goes <laughs> on forever and ever. Yeah, I mean, like we being already know. Digested like a, by being digested by a sarlacc. That's what I well, want. Well, we see Obi Wan. No, Obi Wan is dead already. No. Wait a second, or is he? Wait a second. I'm trying to think of the timeline. Luke he is dead. still alive. Luke, Luke is still alive. So Obi Wan is dead. Yeah, Obi Wan dead. It's after Return of the Jedi. I okay. heard Captain Rex is coming back. That's oh. just a rumor. I mean, you already got the know. actor, right? <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Have, has anybody guessed who that chick is yet on the speeder? Uh, some people are saying she's uh, somebody. This chick from that video game Masters of Tayakash. Okay. <laughs> Gabe brings up what's the over under on Boba yeah, Fett books? Right. Next? I'm gonna say five. Uh, oh my god, it, Star Wars related. Yep. Yeah. Well, but you know what? Everybody bought up the Boba Fett books already. So I mean, it's gonna have to be an obscure character that pops up. Then I tell you what, people are gonna have EB windows open while they're watching it. And I, <laughs> I would also tell you to watch the show with subtitles on because they, they may say a name and you're like, you know, Star Wars names are notorious for like you don't know who the hell that is. But if you have mm-hmm. subtitles on, you can immediately. For us on the uh, West Coast, we can go on eBay at midnight and uh, you know watch. Know. That's like it sucks. What I forgot the episode of Mandalorian when um, Ahsoka Tano showed up, right? And I was like, boom! I already knew, but boom! I looked at prices, and then when Thrawn's name was dropping, I was like, ah, shit! Uh, books were just going disappearing, just left and right. And when White Vision uh, showed up on uh, WandaVision, when I was watching it live, I was w- searching eBay too, and I was like, oh, look at this! And then it just disappeared. You know, I clicked on it, just like <laughs> added to my watch list. Boom! Somebody Rabbit. bought nine point. They just bought all nine point eight. So it was pretty amazing, man. But you know what? That's cool, man. It's uh. The way the collector market is right now. Speaking of the collector market, Dark Side Jedi, say what's any last words? So this is it for the year. We're done for 2021. Thank you for joining us this entire year, man. It's been a blast. Top best top eleven on the tubes. And uh what can I say? Happy New Year, everybody. You may be back, Ryan. Uh, oh, we may okay. do an, uh, a shaker show on Thursday if we have enough time. Uh, well, you know, because everybody's on the holiday, If I see, so. I see ya. <laughs> well, last if year not, was a cr- then happy if, new year. If you remember last year, we had like a two hour cover price show where we just basically went over <laughs> the whole year. So, but um, I was talking to Matt, we may do the top shakers of the year on Thursday. Okay, cool. Well, um, I'm down. Well, we just look at the craziest prices of the year. So, we shall see. Justin, any last words? Yeah, uh, like Ryan said, just to kind of go off that, uh, again, Lords, we love you out there. Thank you so much for 2021. It's been an absolute blast. So many new followers, subscribers, and of course, check out the Comic-Con podcast. Just dropped a new episode last Friday. Got our friend Newbie Comics. He's on a YouTube uh, content creator. He actually is live right after we are here on YouTube, so go check him out. That's oh, right. check Man. out my. Uh, sorry, I would need to add one thing. Get it. Check out myslabs.com forward slash dark side Jedi. Thank you very much. That's Thank right. Much. And if you want to sell, sign up. And if they ask where you heard from, just say that you heard from Lords of Longbox and they'll approve you as a seller and you can make Buku Bucks like Ryan. Speaking of yeah, Buku man. Bucks, Manimal, any last words? Yeah, just uh, like Ryan said, Happy New Year to everyone ahead of time. Hope everyone had a great 2021. Hoping 2022 is even better than this year. Um, And then like Justin said, check out the Comic-Con podcast. We'll be doing a new episode this week. Final review of the year. Best runs. Best uh, A lot of of categories that Justin and I are coming up with. uh, Best reads of the year. uh, Miniseries. Different things. 
So check it out. We're going to do a fun episode for the last episode of the year. So there you go. Matt DeVoe has spoken. The uh, end of the year list will be next week. So this Thursday, uh, there will be no Shaker Show. Or well, you know what? I, I go, might jump I may... on Friday night and get drunk with y'all. How does that sound? New Year's Eve. I don't know if you guys are partying or if you're staying in the house, but let's have a party New Year's Eve style. I'll be at the beach, but I don't know if I'll be there till midnight. <laughs> so uh, we go uh, every year at the end of the year. Uh, we go and we have uh, we have dinner on the beach and we watch the sunset. Kind of like a metaphor to say goodbye to the uh, sunset to the year, as you may as you may say. So maybe we'll go live on Thursday and we'll just to see uh, just to. Uh, she was shaking. I meant, you We're know, feeling froggy. Was... Fuck it. We'll do it. Live. Maybe. Maybe. We'll yeah. live. Um, and then uh, we got a uh, long term spec list on January 12th. I know it's been a while since we did that. So uh, maybe uh, we will be back live with Mikey Sun for long term spec list on January 12th. Let me make sure that lands on a Sunday. Does it? Nope, lands on a Wednesday. So there you go. You got something on Wednesday. So, um, so hey, thanks to you guys all for supporting us over the year. It's been a crazy year. So uh, thank you to all the lords, Justin, Manimal, uh, Dark Side Jedi, Discovery Bay Comics, Gabe's, uh, Gabe Loves 90s Comics, um, J2, Ramirez, all the mods, uh, everybody that watches the show. Shout out to Pressable Defects. Uh, shout out to uh, N- uh, NY Warriors. Uh, the Spine Ticks, uh, Aegis Comics, The Lassa, every all of our friends, and uh, you know, stay safe. Have a happy New Year, and let's rock out with our cocks out for 2022, right? Yes, 2022. Let's make it happen. All right, Best boys and girls. So until next time, whenever they may be, happy New Year to you and yours, and uh, keep digging in them long boxes all year long. Peace out, y'all. Later.